take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to a very special Christmas episode of From the Pit, where we bring you everything from turnt to 11 meme instrumentals to trapped in an office with an ex-cop and German crime lord true cult. <laughs> My name is Phil, with me is Frank, Yo. Mike, hey. and Sam. I am so jolly. <laughs> I feel so jolly right now. Ah, uh, yeah. We're, we're really in the Christmas spirit today. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Jingle bells. Jingle bells. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently on this episode. Rather than uh, bringing in a whole bunch of new bands that you haven't heard of, uh, we're just going to talk about some of our favorites that we normally don't get a chance to. Um, yeah, maybe not necessarily new, maybe not necessarily the the least known but somewhere somewhere in between yeah just something a little different yeah and uh, i believe we're starting out with sam sam you're good so let no one ever accuse me ever of not being a very jolly and spirited man i am indeed in the christmas spirit i like to think i always am so we're gonna roll with that feeling so tom why don't you show us what we mean what, what i mean Glad you're back! Me too, Frosty. Let's go for a sleigh ride. start sneaking that into people's Christmas playlist. <laughs> like Hallmark. <laughs> I, I honestly think that's a fantastic idea through and through. Okay, so first of all, I would be astonished if anyone out there recognized that right off the bat because uh, Torture are a thrash band of sort of sort, pretty obscure thrash band from i believe el paso i think they're from el paso texas 
and they wrote one album in 1989 well they released an album in 1989 called storm alert and later on down the line in 2007 they released a re-recording and remastering and this song which is called sleigh ride and sleigh of course is spelled (laughs) s-l-a-y i just can't get enough of it man um Sleigh Ride is off of the Storm Alert re-recording, which I would, mu- which I would, much, I would much rather listen to than the original. The original is kind of marred by not very good production and like just just nothing on it really sounds that good. It sounds really dated. But honestly, if you can track down a physical copy of the re-recording of Storm Alert, like I did, I actually own a copy of this, and I'll be buried with it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, Are you like, literally go just going to have a, a casket made out of the the old albums? That would be a sarcophagus. Yes. That is the plan. Okay. Did, did that answer your question? It did. Fully. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> Torture are fucking awesome. Everything about this album is fucking perfect. I love it. Like, actually, the musicianship is great. I just love this band. I wish they would put out more material because they're awesome. And you can't tell me that Christmas metal is not a great idea. Yeah, no, I mean this is uh, this is my first time hearing of them, but yeah, they yeah, they never really quite garnered a whole lot of attention, which is really strange because <clears throat> Storm Alert is well, it's especially the re-recording and remastering is really creative and really interesting and has some very 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 cool riffs on it yeah i really want to check out the rest of this album that that might be on the agenda for tonight i hope you get lucky like i did and find a copy of it in the miscellaneous section of a music store for like five bucks fuck jesus yeah i got so lucky i i honestly couldn't believe that i found it when i did it's like what i never ever thought i would see this so yeah (laughs) Torture, storm alert, Christmas miracles. Chris, miracles do happen. Like if you're being an Ebenezer Scrooge right now, and you're just miserable looking around at your family, and you're you're just like, I gotta get out of here. Like I gotta find out if there's a bar open on Christmas Eve. I say, shot of clear liquor and some eggnog, boost them spirits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would say just like throw back some uh, throw back some eggnog. Listen to Slay Ride a couple of times, and you never know. It might it might imbue you with that good old fat jolly man spirit. <laughs> you know what? Well, uh, listen to that while fucking while fucking watching uh, Santa's Slay featuring Bill Goldberg as Santa. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> great movie, great movie. I think I've seen clips of it. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. I forget what we all know. We all know that Silent Night, Deadly Night Two, is the greatest. Uh, is the greatest of all time, though. Oh, it, there was Garbage one um, day. There was I forget what it was called. It might have been might have been like Silent Night, but the premise was this dude saw. Uh, I forget if it was his dad. I guess dressed like Santa Claus, banging his mom. And it, like, was emotionally scarring for him. So later on, he then dressed up like Santa Claus and went around killing people. I'm pretty sure that was Silent Night. Yeah. Krampus was fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. If we're talking about horror Christmas movies. Dude, Krampus is a perfect movie. Yeah. 
Like everything about it is fantastic. I was really caught off guard. Like I expected it to suck. uh, Me too. Tons of fun. Well, you know what it reminded me of? It had that sort of vibe that like where it's like, like the horror elements are horror, but the comedy elements are comedy. It kind of felt like in the same vein as like, um, army of darkness or gremlins or reanimator even tremors or slither yeah. let's not forget slither or slither where yeah like where people are like oh, it's like oh there were a lot of stupid people krampus came out who's like this movie can't decide if it wants to be a horror or a comedy i'm like it's both yeah it's, it is it's great it is two entities in one yeah well some people just don't get it no some people also just don't watch horror comedy, so... True. Some people are going to get coal in their stocking. Some <laughs> people might go with Santa on a sleigh ride. <laughs> Full circle. Yeah. Very uh, nice. I believe Mike is up next. I finally have all of you trapped. And we have to listen to Genghistron. Tom, play Genghistron. It's only been about two and a half years that you've been telling me to listen to them now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> about. Um, I'm not disappointed. I was about to say, that's pretty fucking dope. So that's um, actually some of their first releases uh, off of The Cloak of Love, released in 2005. They put out a lot of material between then and 2009. So, God, they've just been tragically overlooked, in my opinion. And I not a lot of people have gotten to that point of like chaotic, intricate music with the addition of like digital elements. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I see a lot of like bleeding through replicas where they're just squandering the digital element. Right. So, yeah, no, I'm um, actually um, 
I'm reminded a little bit of like Rollo Tomasi's early work. Yeah. Where they were doing a lot of like fucking um, MIDI, like 8 bit shit. Like mini chord type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking love it. Sammy, did you get a chance to listen to it? I did. Uh, I was definitely taken aback. It's like when it started. Uh, Man, you weren't kidding about intricate. This is. uh, this is a whole wall of intricacy with, with like small small like moments of like rhythm and punch yeah. yeah um yeah i don't i don't know if i can listen to this all the time but i think once in a while i can be like okay i'm kind of curious to hear what new things i can dig up in a genghis tron song got to got to <laughs> slip on your genghis tron shoes <laughs> it, it's certainly the type of thing that deserves several listen throughs because I feel like I'm going to hear new shit every time. Yeah. Well, Frank, I wouldn't slip them on as often as I slip on into my Sunday shoes because Kenny Loggins told me to. <laughs> Come on, man. You can't tell me Footloose isn't the catchiest song you've ever heard. Yeah. No. It's up it. there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's up it's there. I'd have to, if I'm really. That's a whole topic I'd have to really give some time to, like, what is the catchiest song I've ever heard. <laughs> Actually, you know what it really is, is Mr. Knight, also by Kenny Loggins. I feel like you just listen to Kenny Loggins a lot. <laughs> Maybe I do. Huh. Well, if you're interested in... I know in... Phil likes Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't care much for him, but I know our buddy Jack is absolutely he a huge does. fan mega and fan also that's a lie i know you do phil and i'm i'm more of a peter gabriel guy peter gabriel <laughs> all righty genghis tron um that was a three-piece based out of new york um now they're kind of scattered all over the country and uh they were signed to relapse after two releases on crucial blast so dig up their stuff it's still out there and uh you know show them support in their afterlife all right Oh, that would be me, wouldn't it? Indeed, sir. Yeah, I'm an asshole who's going to bring the mood down right now. <laughs> um, but since it's, you know, like I said, these are bands that we wouldn't normally get an opportunity to uh, to talk about. And this was one that was real big for me um, back in in high school and really like kind of my, my era of growing up in hardcore. Um Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll this track?
from the dual vocals or the dual recording like i wish i knew about that when i was in high school yeah that was uh that was a song saying goodbye by the band verse off of their 2004 album rebuild um most of what they do is more politically driven uh but that particular song when i was revisiting this album stood out to me um it's kind of where I really connected with hardcore at the time and its ability to just, it's extremely emotional. Yeah. Um, which is where I kind of was at the time. Um, it was just something, there's always been something more relatable about the genre to me because it's often about personal experiences than, uh, a lot of the other heavier shit out there. Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's like modern life is war-esque. Also, like a yes. very light version of Misery Signals. I love the vocal delivery. I mean, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you know, this it's around the same time I was into bands like you said, Modern Life is War. Yeah, uh, Comeback Kid. Yeah, um, fucking Champion, who I can no longer listen to because their fucking vocalist is a pedophile. Um, really? Yeah, so don't support no Champion anymore. Yeah, it's really, really wack. Uh, dude was yeah. apparently yeah, fucking okay. picking up, like, fucking, like, 15-year-old scenester chicks. Like, uh, not man. cool. No. But, uh, oh, yeah. What, what, what's the name of that fucking dude from that, oh, that, like, that shitty electro group that was really popular, like, back in 2004? Um, how do you remember? He had the fucking goofy hair. They were like the stereotypical scene looking dudes. Electro? Pan- um, Panic at the Disco? I don't know. I'm, I'm sure. Oh, um, I, uh, oh uh, Blood on the Dance Floor. Ah, yeah. See, dancing is related. Yeah. <laughs> one, one, one of those dudes turned out to like be a fucking pedo or something, didn't he? Ugh. Yeah. Lost profits. Let's let's not go down this road. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not trying to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tis the season. Uh, <laughs> so fucked, Frank. Fucking you are first, so fucked, man. <laughs> first, I bring in a song about someone dying, and then we're talking about pedos. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, um, yeah. Jingle jingle. <laughs> um, uh, uh, actually, uh, it's interesting because, like, I I feel like I might have actually liked this. Like when I like it because it came out in 2004, which would have been like my sophomore year of high school. And I feel like I probably would have liked this if I'd heard it back then. Actually, I kind of like it now. Yeah, I mean, that was their first full length. Uh, That was followed by um, From Anger and Rage in 2006. And they had another release in 2012. I can't remember the name of the album. And it's kind of one of those things now where like, no one really knows what they're doing, whether or not they plan on continuing or whether it's they're active at all. 
Um, so it's kind of like necrophagist where nobody knows. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's been five years since they've had a release. I don't remember the last time I've heard about them playing a show. So it's probably pretty safe to assume that they're done. Um, yeah. I just wish that bands would actually make that shit like public. Yeah. Just like, they would say like, look, look they, guys, we're not doing it. I mean, they may have. I like. I'd be lying if I said I did a lot, like a lot of digging on it. I just know they've pretty much like not been mentioned in years, unfortunately. Fallen off. Yeah. yeah. It's a shame. But uh, yeah, verse rebuild, killer fucking album. If you're into, if you're into that sort of melodic, punky, hardcore, check them out. All right. Now it's my turn. Angry noise box. No. That's not what happened. General noise box, yeah. So, I tend to be, a, as we all know, a fan of the power metal. Yeah. So I'm going to be bringing in a power metal band known as Nocturnal Rights. Tom, play it. I told you I didn't like this. Yes, you did. I fucking lied then. Yes, you did. Maybe it was just that song. Ugh. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so. That was the song "New World Messiah" <laughs> off of their sixth album of the same name. Um, I meant to say when you said about verse, not uh, you know, being five years without really any new album yeah. or anything like that. Fucking Nocturnal Rights actually just released a, another album last month after 10 years. Damn. Nice. And I listened to two songs from it so far, and they're still fucking doing good. Given as that, it's funny. They've actually, they formed, I believe, in like 1990. Wow. But wasn't under the name Nocturnal Rights. It was, I fucking forget the name, like Necra something or another. It was... <laughs> had a little bit more they're from sweden had a little bit more of the like death metal spin to it it wasn't until like 95 where they actually became nocturnal rights and went more towards the started really going towards the power metal stuff which well they they're fi- i mean i've never heard any of it but they 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 kill it in power metal 
oh my fucking god, yeah. But that's once they got like a different vocalist who could do that sort of thing. That's when it it came, and like that song, the fucking drive of that is fucking perfect. Yeah, that's a, thank God you brought that in after my fucking <laughs> after my downer. Come on, motherfuckers, get pumped! <laughs> See, honestly, this kind of this kind of makes me want to call up the the members of my D and D group and just get them over here. Like, I'm in the mood now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. This is fucking baller. Actually, it reminded me to bring in a band that I've been meaning to bring in for a while. So, uh, foreshadowing. Ooh. Thank oh. you, Frank. Is it is it foreshadowing or because this is? Oh yeah, a bit Ooh. of a time oh, dilation. That's true. We're in oh, a shit. time paradoxes and shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna people if people listen to us and try to put together a timeline between our bonus episodes and regular episodes, they're gonna get real confused. <laughs> so we do that all the time. <laughs> I, I stopped myself a minute ago from talking about a release. It's like, it's like, come on, man! If you can, if you can read Game of Thrones and keep track of that, you can keep track of this. <laughs> Fair. But yeah, fucking Nocturnal Rights was one of the ones I listened to very heavily in like high school. That was I one don't of those. Blame you. Yeah, that was one of those ones like during like the LimeWire days. Um, <laughs> just I remember those. Like, looking through, like, different magazines or just going online trying to find anything and then, like, typing it in the LimeWire and being like, found that. And I was like, yeah. oh, oh, hello. You just described a primary activity of my, this, my this life. This makes my wizard boner rise. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just told by, I've been told by multiple people recently that uh, there's still quite a big following on fucking SoulSeek. Really? Like, people are still using SoulSeek. Why? Because it was dope. Torrent. If you're gonna steal, <laughs> a lot of the time you find things on Soulseek that you're not gonna find torrents for. Well, yeah. I mean, recently, I mean, I've been checking around like uh, Kickass and Pirate Bay, and <sighs> people just had they would they would make their entire library available on Soulseek, so you'd end up with some like really crazy shit. True. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> What a what a an episode we have we have accumulated so far. Cobbled together. <laughs> oh no shit! Right. Fucking thrash metal Christmas song. Fucking intricate insanity with digital elements. <laughs> fucking ho- emotional hardcore, and then well, we had some some death, some pedophile, bringing the crowd back up with nocturnal rights. <laughs> Starting to look a lot like Christmas. Ah. Uh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, continuing down that route. Frank, what are we doing? Oh, it's time for the, the Brutal Brews. Yeah, we're still doing that. So, let's, as normal, let's start with, uh, with the clip. I have no gift to bring That's fit to give the
motherfucking Christopher Lee heavy metal Christmas. Fucking fucking horror icon, fucking actor extraordinaire, and heavy metal god. Yeah. The biggest of Fs. Fucking Saruman fucking scorching your face off with riffs of I, Christmas. It's so good. <laughs> I, I love that that was a thing. It's just so fucking absurd. <laughs> it is. Yeah, but why... How how is his voice so fucking commanding? Uh, it's uh, cause Sauron gifted him with that. Dude. <laughs> no, really, like if you like go back, go back and rewatch the Lord of the Rings, and every time Saruman appears on screen, try to tell me that like you would not be just like totally hypnotized. Like yes, sir. By that dude, <laughs> like you know you would, because Christopher Lee is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um. I mean, just fucking awesome. Uh, all of the fucking Hammer Horror films that he was in that are just uh, a very overlooked era for people who aren't deeply into horror, but god damn it. Yep. Sounds god like damn. I have some I to listen to. Yes. Now, watch. So, we are going to pick a, a beer to go along with this, but I hit traffic amongst other things. So there is a bunch of chaos. Yeah. So I did not have time to go to the store, but it works out in a weird way. Tom had a uh, some spiked cider that he is a uh, that he has made, which and let's face it, spiked cider and uh, and Christmas kind of go together. Yeah, it's got a muddy they consistency. It's it's vile. Tom's is a is a foul <laughs> mixture. It's it's a foul mixture designed really only to get you drunk and make sure you have a hangover in the morning from the sugar. Oh, massive amounts of sugar. However, it can be done better. <laughs> uh, make your own concoctions. That's yes. Get into the spirit of things. You know, your your mom could be making cookies and you could be making fucking drinks to get drunk off of local cider. A little bit of cracking. Oh my god, yeah, especially if you have if you have access to a to a local fucking orchard that mm-hmm. sells, Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, which we've got like 90 of them. I know. Ness <laughs> uh-huh. bought herself so much. Is a really big fan of cider and I keep meaning to start drinking more of it. Like yeah. I I just don't know enough good ciders. Um if you could get a hold of like a honey crisp blend, you're in fucking business. And and let me clarify. Um sure. We're not talking about like a hard cider. No. Uh, we're talking about actual fucking cider, apple cider oh. with like Everclear and, yeah, uh, spike, and rum. Spike it your damn self. Get mm-hmm. some good stuff in there, not malt. Bourbon. Spiked cider. Mm. Tom just said bourbon at us. I, yeah, I mean, you you could. You could do apples and bourbon. Cognac. Yeah. The, there's there's no end. Rum and bourbon and Everclear. It's, I think he's listing his ingredients in the swamp water. Oh, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> passing that shit on to people. Get the fuck out of here. This is, uh, at Magfest, this is what I drink in the morning. It was, Ugh. it's true. God, just, just fucking. I was just, gonna say, as the day goes on, I start pouring Jim Beam into it until I'm just I, drinking Jim Beam at the end of the day. Just, just Jameson and coffee in the morning, that's all you need. Dasani Black. <laughs> as long as it was in a container at Magfest, you were good. So there's people walking around with Dasani bottles with black liquid so <laughs> Dasani black okay okay moving right along so <laughs> you want to do yourselves a favor have some spiked cider listen to 
Christopher Lee shredding your face off via the tunes of Christmas. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. F. <sighs> F. <sighs> what an interesting episode this has been. Yeah. So um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna clear the air for everyone listening. Um, it being Christmas, we knew ahead of time. There's no way that we're just gonna be able to get everyone into the studio to record. Uh, no. So I'm, I'm gonna be busy the whole Christmas time. Exactly. So this was done well in advance. Um, but we don't ever, ever, ever want to skip a week on you guys. Uh, it's happened maybe once or twice in the past. Um, yeah, I don't think we've ever missed an episode since I've been on, and I think I'm approaching a year. God damn, has it been that long? Almost approaching. Yeah, I'd say so. What episode? Episode seventy. That's over a year. Yeah, I think it's my almost first two. ever episode was like in February. Wow, but yeah. Um, so you know, this will this won't be the last time we do one of these, uh, which. I kind of love it gives us an opportunity to talk to you guys about some shit that you might not otherwise hear about. Talk a little bit about ourselves in the process. Yeah. Old uh, stuff we grew up on. Um, so, yeah, like I said, we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. So it's a little bit shorter and it's a little bit different than what we normally do. Unfortunately, if there's any dope releases uh, that week... Oh well. Sorry. We'll try and post it to the Facebook. Yeah, it'll be up on on social media. Um, but anyway, I we we hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, you know, check us out at fthepit.com. All the episodes, uh, fucking social media, um, from thepit.com/slash Patreon. If you want to really support us and hear some extra shit. Uh, that's, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, have yourselves a nice holiday. Yeah, yes. Merry Christmas, guys. That would yeah. happen. You know, Hanukkah, whatever it is that you, whatever it is that you celebrate, we don't, happy we don't discriminate. Whatever. Just <laughs> keep keep listening whatever. to the shit that we throw. At you. Yeah, Kwanzaa, Yuletide, whatever, whatever you're celebrating. And with yeah. that, I believe we have uh, arrived at our destination. It is the North now. Pole? Yes. It's now safe to undo your seatbelts and pop it in acid while after drinking that cider. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need that. <laughs> Good night, oh, ladies. Well.